I'm talking today, which if you haven't already, take a second to like and share the broadcast. As you can see, this is a Valor Hour because it's just me and my husband is not here. And he said, just go ahead and take it. So uh, we haven't had one of these in, in a minute. So welcome everybody who's joining in. Um, take a second to share because we're talking about cultivating your creativity and why that's important and why everyone is a creative because everyone, not everyone, most people say I'm not creative or I'm not a creative or that's not uh, something, uh, did I know? Yes, uh, incredibly funny enough, <laughs> did I know uh, I have a hat on. Let's just go ahead and call out the white elephant in the room. You too can be like me if you're having a terrible hair day. Terrible hair day. You, you too can be like me and wear a hat. Okay, just cover it up. So uh, a lot of people say, I'm not a creative or that just, you know, the Lord didn't really bless me with that or I kind of just have to outsource that because I'm, I'm good with kids or I'm good with... Um, cleaning or I'm good with, you know, spreads, uh, spreadsheets, Excel, <laughs> Word documents, like that's like my, my jam. But let me tell you something, the Lord has actually put it on inside of everyone. Thank you. Uh, again, let's just for the YouTube comments. Everybody said you should, so pretty. You should wear a hat more often though. Like, thanks. You guys have my, my back. Cause I'm pretty sure that was like one of my parents that made that comment. So I don't know, it just says Facebook user, but anyway. Um, you too can be a creative. <laughs> Actually, okay, this is something that kind of just, uh, it, it's like sandpaper. When I hear the someone say, I'm not creative, or I'm not blessed with that gene, or that's like not how the Lord designed me, because it's not true. It's not true. Now, you might not be like, a professional in uh, Adobe Photoshop that you could just like whip something up or you might not know how to work a camera or, you know, you might not be the, the most skillful painter or, you know, something like that. But still, to say that I'm not creative is downplaying the spirit of God that's working in your life. And I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack here and I'm going to, uh, give you a biblical answer because I'm sure you're like, hmm, that's kind of far-fetched, but I have uh, proof here, okay? Go with me to Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created. There you go. Have a great night. Thursday night. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. No, seriously. In the beginning, God created. God created the heavens and the earth, the fish in the sea, he created the luscious green grass. He created the Garden of Eden, Adam, all the animals, Eve. He created, okay? And then he took a rest. He took the Sabbath. He said, all right, taking a rest. So the same God is still creating today. You ever think about that? This is something, you know, there's not a single sunrise on this earth that is the exact same. There, it, there's a new sunrise Every single morning. There's not two sunrises that are the exact same. Picture perfect, exact same. They might look similar, but there's not one that's the exact same. There's no sunset that is the exact same. 
Okay, so he's still to this day creating. And if the same God that created everything in the earth and is still creating to this day dwells inside of you, you have creative insight in whatever area you feel called to. You have creative insight, whether it's uh, creating solutions, creating uh, songs and worship. I see my, my girl Victoria here says, uh, if I disappear suddenly, you know that I have left to lead worship. Creative right there. Okay, takes a creative to lead people into worship. Now, I can say that that's not a skill that the Lord has given me. <laughs> but I can't count myself out and say the Lord hasn't made me creative. He just didn't give me that, you know. He's like, Sarah, I can't give you, can't give you this, the voice to, to, to match the personality here. But I'm telling you what, God has made every single person in their own way creative. And how you choose to cultivate your creativity is what will take you from being just like a, hmm, like an average, like, oh, yeah, I kind of do that, like, on the hobbies and the weekends, to, like, excelling, to, like, noticeable, to, like, uh, stand out amongst the crowd of, no, you should get Lyric to do this because you should see Lyric uh perform in this category whatever it is you should see lyric work work the way she works you should see that's like what sets you apart is and and that's what I wrote my book on stand before kings was about uh proverbs 22 verse 19 it says do you see any truly competent workers they will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people and I used a different translation and it it says they will stand before kings they won't work for mere men. And what does that mean? It means that your gift makes room for you. Your gift makes a way for you. Your gift. That's funny. <laughs> Group chat's blowing up over here about this hat. Um, your gift will separate you from the rest. And when you cultivate that gift that God has given you, you can say, um, Lord, I've been faithful with a little and now you can make me ruler over much. And he that what is what brings promotion that could, you know, stand before kings like that could be uh, acceleration in your job. Maybe you found creative solutions for your company and it opened up a door of raises and promotions and and opportunity to own part of the business. Right. And it doesn't mean that you necessarily had to write a book or start a podcast. Maybe you just found a creative solution nobody else thought about. Or maybe you just thought of something no one else thought about. And that make, that's what makes you a creative. So say this in the comments. Type, I am creative. I come up with creative solutions. I come up with creative insight. I come up with uh, creative thoughts. I come up with creative ideas. All of these things. Because why? That's how the Lord made us. The Lord made us to put our hands to work, put our hands to the plow. He says, whatever you put your hands to work, whatever you put your hands to, I'll bless. Right? So it just takes us putting our hands to something. Now, however that looks like for you, maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's um, creating a, a, a home and becoming a, a homesteader. You got a farm with chickens and, and, and goats, whatever that is, you know. Maybe you found a, a 
a creative way. You know, there's so many companies that find creative ways and solutions to problems. Maybe you thought, maybe you have a creative idea that, of something that you just really need to go and invent. You, you think, you know what, if the world had this, it would be a better place. If the world had this, uh, they would sleep better at night, whatever it is. A homestead is on my bucket list. My, me too, Victoria. Me too. I got, you know, me too. <laughs> because um, trying to get, I'm trying to talk my husband into getting us goats right now, but I'm not going to get off into that. But you know what? Whatever your dream is, just do it. Just do it. Make, oh, my husband's in the comments. You hear that, um, husband? We could have... A creative homestead. Yeah, RIP chickens. Uh, lost our chickens last year, but got new chickens this year. It's part of life. It's so fun. Being a farmer is never a dull moment. <laughs> it's never a dull moment. So maybe the Lord's given you a creative business idea, or um, maybe you love fashion and you want to turn that into uh, something to do with ministry. Maybe you love doing hair and makeup and you want to turn that into reaching people. Maybe you love writing. You could find so many ways to link what the gift God has given you and turn it around for the ministry, for the kingdom. And so therefore, you become a kingdom creative. No matter what the job is, you make it, you, you get the kingdom involved, you know, and that, that tugs on the Lord's heart. I could say that because he loves people, right? He loves souls being saved. He loves people getting to know him. He loves that. So when you do whatever it is that you do and you incorporate in souls being saved, God loves that. God honors that. That is something that pleases God. Victoria, and she says, Victoria B says, I love writing, but fun fact is that I'm terrible at it. But you know what? You're terrible, but getting better. Okay, change that confession around. Don't say, don't say, uh, um, uh, don't count yourself out. First of all, you're doing it. Okay, I tried a blog once, got three posts in in one week, and said, hit the door. <laughs> it's not for me. It's not for me. Why? Because you know what? I just, I said, you know what, Lord, this is a distraction. <laughs> but. Don't even, you know what, don't even say you're terrible and getting better. You are just, you are just amazing. First of all, I don't even speak that over you, Victoria, because listen, y'all should, y'all should follow her. Um, put your link in the comments to your vlog because she makes some, some bomb recipes, y'all. She makes some amazing recipes. And uh, if you haven't, if you haven't already, you should go check them out. Because she just makes everything that that's like home cooking, like s south of the Mason-Dixon line type of cooking. And it's just, I love it. I love it so much. I love it so much. My husband's like, what are you making? I said, you should see what I'm making. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, I'm a kingdom creative. You are a kingdom creative. Whether it's in writing songs, writing books. Maybe the Lord's given you insight to start a ministry or to reach a, uh, uh, start a uh, missions group, start a Bible study, whatever the case is, you have, you can't count yourself out just because you're not creative in the things that you think you should be or things that make you creative. You know, just because you don't know how to, uh, shoot photos, that doesn't mean you're not creative. You might not 
understand how to run social media. Doesn't mean you're not creative. And everyone starts at the same playing field. If I had to tell y'all how long it took me, who's like a professional video editor, how long it took me to figure out how to run reels on Instagram. I was embarrassed. Fun fact, I didn't even edit them on, on Instagram. I edited them on uh, Adobe Premiere and just exported them and uploaded them to Instagram because I couldn't figure out how to run how to, how to do it. But we all started the same playing field. I had to figure that out. It was a learning curve, you know. You, some of you might think, well, I'm not good at it. But you just have to put your hand to the work and remain faithful and don't give up. People, do not give up. Everybody who's listening to me right now, I want to tell you whatever it is, no matter how frustrating it gets, no matter uh, if it seems like you're not succeeding, no matter how many views it gets, no matter how many people hear about it or not, it can be frustrating. I understand as a creative. Let me tell you something. I have created so many videos in my lifetime, probably too many to even try to count. Not one of them seriously took off, right? And then all of a sudden, I filmed a video of me giving my husband a puppy for Christmas. And that thing went viral. And I had companies like reaching out to try to buy it from me. Do you know how frustrating that was? Like some people were like, oh, wow, congratulations. No, do you know how frustrating that was? (laughs) That like of how much work I put in to videos hours editing videos there's been like videos that I've I've sat down and edited for like 16 hours straight I think that was like my record 16 to 18 hours straight all for that to just not take off to what I thought it should look like it might not look like you think it should but let me tell you something if I just stopped if I just gave up if I just quit there would be so many unreached people right Every day, we're reaching people that I never even thought of. People are like, oh, I read your book, or oh, I listened to your podcast, or oh, I saw your uh, your post, or your video, or whatever. And it's like, I'm not even thinking about it, but it's like the Lord, this is why obedience is so important, is because the Lord will tell you to do something, and it might seem small and insig- insignificant, but it's for a purpose. You know, you might start a podcast and only get two two listeners, for three months, (laughs) but you have to, you have to show up and you have to remain consistent and you have to keep going because if it's from the Lord, he's going to bless it. And he's going, it says in his word, when you uh, are creative, when you are again, Proverbs 22, 19, do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve Kings rather than working for ordinary people. That means rather than just working at Burger King for the rest of your life or McDonald's for the rest of your life. Take something that's a passion of yours and make it more than a hobby. Make it a, a God given talent. You know, so many people just kind of like work that as like a hobby, uh, or this side business as a hobby and, and don't really open up their minds to expand to what God potentially has for them. Right. Because it says in his word, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no mind has begun to imagine. Those are the things that God has for you. So you might start off with a uh, cupcake recipe. Right. And the Lord's trying to give you a whole bakery with like worldwide sales. Right. And now that might seem impossible and that might seem like 
outrageous or it's going to take 20 years to get there. But you have to remain consistent because consistency brings increase. The same way when you're consistently reading your word, you're consistently winning souls, you're consistently uh, tithing and sowing seed. Let me tell you something. The just this, it's it's the law of sowing and reaping that's in his word. It's not just like Sarah coming on here to have like an hour powwow with you guys to like encourage you. It's the law of sowing and reaping. And just like if you were to, you know, be spotty with the tithe, right? Something that God said, give 10% to me of, of your work week. Give 10% to me and see what happens, right? Just if you say, oh, I'm going to take this month off and I'm going on vacation, so I won't do this. Just, you know, you'll get spotty results, right? Your protection from the devourer will be kind of spotty, <laughs> right? Just like if you could, if you like, uh, your, your prayer life is spotty, right? Oh yeah. I kind of just pray when I remember it, then your answers are going to be spotty, right? So this is all just like, you know, so when you're, when your devotion to what it is that God's given you to do is just kind of spotty. It's like, oh, it's, yeah, I just, I didn't feel like doing it today. I didn't feel like um, waking up and getting out of bed. So I just kind of stayed in and then that turns into a weekend and then that turns into every weekend. And then before you know it, like three months have gone by and you kind of just like gave up on that. But you think like, oh, well that must've just, you know, not really been from God. When meanwhile, he is looking for you to be faithful, right? In every area, not just, um, the things that, you know, Christians think that they should do. He's looking for faithfulness in every area. He's looking for faithfulness in your prayer life, in your uh, study time with him, reading your the word, uh, getting filled up, you know, uh, consistent church attendance, right? Consistent church attendance. He's not looking for a, oh, well, you know, we took the summer off, right? Because he's looking for the consistency. And that is what unlocks blessing. That's what unlocks increase. That's what shows, you know what, God, I'm putting my hand to this and I know I don't feel like doing it right now, but I'm going to show up, right? I'm going to show up. If the Lord told you uh, to do something, you have to do it. You have to be consistent. You have to obey no matter how uh, much traction you feel like it's getting, no matter if it feels like you're going to take off or not, no matter if it, you know, People give you, oh, people are giving me a hard time and, and people are saying, uh, you know, I should stop. Can I tell you something? Everyone start, everyone, it's, it's the same playing field, right? The Lord obviously brings promotion and increase, but there, there is increase, uh, that comes, sorry, I read Justin's comment. He's at a water bar. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> He said, I can't hear anything. And I was immediately looking to see if my audio was on. And then he said, we're at the water park. <laughs> focus, focus. <laughs> so you have to understand that he's looking for the consistency. And, and, and that brings blessing because it says, you know what? If, if he could trust me with the little, if he could trust me with doing something uh, like starting a uh, babysitting business, then he knows, and, and I did it even when I didn't want to, then he knows that he can trust me, uh, with owning my own business. You know what? Uh, if he could trust me with, with showing up to my job, 
and, and working and, and doing it the, unto the Lord and not unto man to please God and not my boss, then he can entrust me to own my own business, right? If he could trust me with just like this little side hustle I have going, then he could trust me with the increase, right? If he could trust me with winning uh, one soul uh, a day or, or, or two souls on the weekends, whatever, then, then he could trust me with multitudes, and that's what the Lord's looking for. If he could trust me with with tithing and giving offering, then he could trust me with with he knows money doesn't have my heart. So that's the biggest key um, is is, you know, keeping your mind focused on the task at hand. There have been so and this is what I was going to say before I got distracted was that there have been so many times that the Lord told us to do something. And it was like we were hitting a wall. It was like we were hitting a wall, we're, and, and and it's so easy to just be like, you know what, that that's not working, and so I'm done, after like a week, right? Well, you know what, I, I went live every every night this week, and no one popped on, and I had no one to watch, or you spend like so much time like studying for a message and studying the word to to preach, um, and then no one hops on, or like the internet cuts out, and I get it, that's frustrating, but in that time, it's like, you know what, Lord. I don't care if it's just me and you in this room. I'm I'm here to show up. I'm here to to give praise. I don't care if three people come to my service. I'm here to give you praise, God. I'm if, if it were just you and me here, I'm here to give you praise. You know what, Lord? Um and whatever it is, you know, fill in the blank. You know what, Lord? Uh I don't feel I might not feel like I'm equipped for this job that you've given me, but I'm trusting in you, God. And I'm trusting that you are gonna see to it that I have the knowledge and the wisdom and the skill and the mindset and the confidence and all of these things that the Holy Spirit brings when he's in, when he lives inside of you, those are all things from the Holy Spirit. And you walk in that, you walk in that, you walk in confidence and, and you might, you know, you, you, you might not be the best, right? Cause not everyone is the best. Some people are still working it out. <laughs> But I, I applaud that, right? I applaud that they're still going after it. I, you need, sometimes you might need to just, you know, applaud yourself. You know what self you're doing a good job, right? Like I see, I see Jesse, uh, she's on, uh, what is it? Day 15 or 14 of working out like straight or something like that. And I'm just, every time I see her, I'm just, you know, munching on something. I'm like, you know what, Jesse, you go, girl. <laughs> like, you're sticking with it. I don't feel like doing that either, and I'm not doing it, but she's doing it, right? I see her doing pull-ups and stuff, and I'm just like, you know what, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> so I'm just going to sit here on this couch. <laughs> but but you know what, people notice. People notice when you're consistent. People notice, uh, when, and she says, I thought it would get easier, but it gets harder every day. <laughs> That's some truth right there. That's some truth. That's some truth. Is because sometimes, you know, we think like after, she said 14 days, but I mean, I, I would think after like three days, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to be easy. Right? And that can be life sometimes. And you that's where you tap into the anointing, right? Because, um, you know, you could be, frustrated with your job, your home situation. You could be frustrated with your life, uh, where you're at in life. Um, you know, the kids, the dog, 
the car, all of these things can like just bring frustration. But you know what? You're not, that doesn't mean you just give up. Right. And I'm sure Jesse, you understand, uh, is that being like a mom, you don't just wake up and be like, you know what? I've had it. I'm not a mom today. Like you can't just do that. Right. So it doesn't mean you give up and quit. It means you tap into the grace. You know, it might not feel like you're the greatest uh, worship leader, but you tap into that grace. It might not feel like you're the greatest uh, preacher or minister. I tap into that grace. You might not feel like the greatest wife. You tap into the grace. Because you have to also understand that the enemy will come to distract and to talk down and to put you in a comparison realm and to make you jealous and compare yourself. Oh, well, she's got her house all together and cleaned and organized. And like, you know, my laundry's been in the dryer for, for a day and a half or, you know, whatever. Like you, you can't allow yourself to beat yourself up, but understand that God has grace for every situation in every season of life, in every job, in every situation he has grace for you to tap into. He has anointing for you to tap into. He has um, everything you need, the motivation. You know, sometimes I'll sit down and I'll say, Lord, I need motivation to just do what it is you've called me to do. Or, Lord, I need help. <laughs> A lot of my prayers can be like, God, help. <laughs> because sometimes it can feel so easy to just, you know what, I'm done trying today. And a lot of times that's, that's just your flesh giving up. A lot of times that could be your flesh giving up, but it's important to tap into the, the, and, and see with your spiritual eyes, see into the spiritual realm of the task that's at hand. You know, that there's a calling behind what it is God's given you to do. There are people attached to your assignment in life and that only you can do what God has called you to do. You know, if I, if my husband and I were to say like, well, there's, I would say millions, I don't know, maybe like all time, like millions of, of ministers, millions of evangelists, millions of pastors, you know, what's another one? Like, why would I become one? Because what's another ministry, right? No, God said, preach, teach and evangelize. That's what we, okay. All right, Lord, start a ministry. Okay, Lord reach, reach the lost. Okay, Lord. <laughs> like if you, if you have that mindset of, oh, well they're already doing it or, you know, m millions of people are doing this or started this or are doing this. That's why it kind of frustrates me, especially being young and in ministry. When people say s comments like, oh, well, you know, they're just, they're just becoming a pastor because everybody wants to be a pastor or they're just, you know, a dime a dozen for, uh, an evangelist. Or, you know, someone who started a podcast. Everybody started a podcast. You know what's funny? True story. The, the day before I launched my, the CeraVe podcast, the day before someone had made a joking comment uh, actually in front of me that said, oh, well, everybody just wants to start a podcast these days. And like didn't know I was like starting a podcast. So I could have taken that and said, you know what, Lord, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Everybody's got one. Everybody's doing it. Everybody started one. But the Lord said, I told you to do it. Not them. Right. So you have to have that check. OK, you know what? Everybody might be doing it, but the Lord told me to do it. And when he's behind it, that's all that matters. The Lord says, if, if, if I'm for you, 
Who could be against you? Right? So if the Lord is for you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who rises up against you. It doesn't matter uh, what your family has to say. It doesn't matter what uh, your acquaintances have to say, what your, uh, you know, co-workers have to say. The Lord will set you apart. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people will, will see you, especially if they're not saved, and become jealous. Well, why did she get promoted so quick? Well, why did she, you know, who does she think she is to do that? Or whatever, right? But that's from God. Promotion comes from God. Promotion is from the Lord. And create creativeness, being a creative, creativity comes from the Lord. You have to tap into it. Hey, Erica, thanks for hopping on, girl. You know, Erica is a good example. Hello, Natasha. She she started ministering not too long ago on Facebook, I saw, where she created a group. Now, I know the Lord told her to do that and start sharing her testimony. And she could have said, you know what, Lord, everybody's sharing their testimony. I'm not going to do it. Or, you know what, Lord, everybody's, everybody's, you know, ministering online. I'm not going to do it. But you have to do what it is God told you to do. You have to stay consistent with it, too. You have to, you have to do no matter what it looks like in the natural, because ultimately you're doing it unto God. You know, the Bible even talks about doing things unto God rather than man, right? So if you're just doing things for man's approval or for man to notice you or for people to notice you, you know, you're just kind of doing it because you want people to think you're doing something like, no, you have to ultimately do it for God. Everything you do should be for the Lord and for his glory and to share a, his testimony, right? Everything we do, my husband and I, you know, everything in our ministry is always done for, for God's glory. You know what, Lord, we go and teach people how to win souls because you get all the glory that we're even capable of doing that, right? We were, I well, not my husband, you know, you know him. I was so extremely shy and insecure and introvert before I started soul winning. And I counted myself out. I said, Lord, you got so many people here who will win souls. <laughs> like, I'm not the personality type to go up to somebody and start talking to them. You know, all of these excuses. But the Lord said, you have to do it. You have to conquer that fear. You have to get over that. You have to do this because I have so much greater for you. You have to get past this to get to that. Right? I feel like that's a word for somebody. You have to do this to get to that. Because the Lord will give you steps. And they might seem insignificant. And meaningless, but he will test you. He will test your heart. He won't tempt you, right? The, the Lord doesn't tempt you. He, te he will test you. He will test your faithfulness. He will test your, um, your will. You know, do you care about what he has, his business? Or do you just kind of care about like surviving and getting by and, you know, making your name known? That's what we tell, we tell people all the time. It's not about our ministry it's about ministries working together. It's not about MJV Ministries so people look and say, oh, MJV Ministries, they wrote a book. And no, it's not about that. It's about encouraging people, which if you didn't know, my husband wrote this book. And I have a testimony from this is that um, someone got we've we've been receiving testimonies because um, he wrote Revival in Me, Seven Things You Need to Live a Lifestyle of Revival. And it's a very simple read. 
Uh, it's just seven keys that he um, found that helped him live a lifestyle of revival, just meaning he lived on, on fire for God. And someone actually read this and said they loved it so much and it blessed them so much they're reading it twice and, and wanted us to uh, wanted to order in bulk and, and, and bless people with it. So we had um, 50 copies of this go out just to go bless people, to bless people, because it's, it's not about MJV ministry. It's not about my husband. You know, he's not here so I can say this. It's not about me. It's not about him. It's about people being blessed and getting this into the hands of people, you know. And, of course, we make this available for, for everyone if you want it. It's in this month's partner box if you wanted to, uh, if you felt led to partner with our ministry. And it's also available on Amazon Prime and Kindle. But that's like, you know, that blessed me so much just to hear like, you know, this isn't being taught everywhere <laughs> because it's so easy to just think like, oh, everybody thinks like me and everybody, you know. But no, it's, it's so true that not everyone thinks like you. Not everyone has the mindset you have. Not everyone sees things the way you see them. And especially the world is like they are so lost and they can't comprehend hope because they don't have Jesus, right? He's the author of hope. He's the author of faith. He's the author of love. He's the author of, of comfort. So it's hard for someone who's, who doesn't know the author of those things to experience those things truly. Now the enemy comes in and everything the enemy does is always counterfeit, right? So people will think it's love, but it's really lust. People will think it's comfort, but it's really suppression. You know, people will think it, uh, it's freedom, but it's just like a temporary high, you know? And that's why, that's why people will snap right back into, into the, the same, the same pattern, right? People will leave one abusive relationship to hop into another because, because that's, and that's why, you know, that's, I mean, I don't know who this is for, but like, that's why it's, that's why we win souls. That's why we introduce people to Jesus. That's why we invite people to church. That's why we get people plugged in. That's why we make disciples. That's why we go after people because they need to experience the same thing that you've experienced. And so however it is you've experienced the Lord, you know, I find a lot of times that will be how you reach people. You know, if you've been, uh, if you've had a broken heart, the Lord will put people in your path who have broken hearts because you can reach them on that level. You can minister. You can say, hey, I've been there, right? If you come from an abusive home, the Lord will put people in your path who have come from the same thing because you will be able to reach them you know, better than, better than other people. And now understand this, that, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't reach people if, if you don't relate because the, it's ultimately it's the gospel and the gospel can reach everyone and, and soften any heart. But there are certain things that God will do that will turn what the enemy meant for harm around for your good, that will turn it in for his glory. You know, some of you might be watching and you should have been on, you know, 17 different medications, uh, mind medication, locked up in a mental ward, you know, things that you've gone through in life should have taken you out. But what, why? Because of the Lord, because he wanted it for his glory. 
it's all glory to God that I'm here and I'm living and I'm preaching and I'm talking to you <laughs> and I love people and I have a heart for the lost and I'm married to my husband, right? That's all a testimony to God's love. That's all a testimony to his goodness. That's all a testimony to, to what he's done for me. And that's what the Lord's looking to do for you. That's what the Lord wants to do for you. That's why it's so important not to count yourself out, not to just, not to just get by, not to just live life, but to really go after, Lord, what do you have for me on this earth? Lord, who have you put in my path to minister to on this earth? Lord, and, and whatever the case is, any, you know, you could be, you could pray with people, encourage people, uh, you know, pray with people, disciple people, counsel people, but ultimately you have to administer the word of God and him alone, his love alone to reach people. And I don't know how we got off on this, but I never counted out because the Lord always has me go somewhere I wasn't planning on going because <laughs> that just shows, you know, it's, it's his agenda, not mine, right? It's his agenda, not mine. <sighs> Amen. Be a creative. <laughs> I say all that to say be a creative. <laughs> create opportunities. You know what? Create unique ways to reach people for the Lord. Maybe start up a cooking show that, that reaches people for the Lord. Maybe start up uh, a hair salon that reaches people for the Lord. Whatever it is that the Lord's given you. Amen? Whatever it is the Lord's given you to do. Do it for him and his glory. Do it, do it for him and his glory. And he will see to it that the promotion comes and he will see to it that every desire of your heart is met. Every desire, not just, and, and yes, material things, but also the, the secret desires of your heart, um, that you have for your family to be saved, that you have for your, your family to prosper, that you have for your kids, those kind of desires too. You want your kids to have a good life. He's going to see to it that they do. He's going to see to it that your unsaved loved ones come to know him. Because why? You're putting your hand to the plow. You didn't just tap out. A lot of you here, you didn't just tap out when things got hard. You got up and, and went, went along with it. Amen? You tapped into the grace. You made it. Right? You've made it. You're here. You've tapped in. And you're going to continue to tap in and he's going to continue to provide. He's going to continue to show up and show out. He's going to continue. You know, every unexpected bill you've ever, ever had has been met. Right? You have a roof over your head. You have food in your fridge. All of these things that, that, that would take people out. Or that the enemy can come in to, to get you so worked up over. Oh, well, the gas bill is, is three times the amount this month. Whatever it is, the Lord says, I got it. Right? The Lord says, watch me. Watch me show up. Watch me show out. Whatever you're believing for, Lord wants to give it to you. Amen? Amen. Well, I love you guys. And... I am really excited because um, I did get something today in the mail that I've been waiting for. Um, and I'm on this like kick of like unofficially officially announcing things. 
So I did want to share it with y'all since we're we're all family here, right? Speaking of family, we're all family here. And this right here um, has been like a passion project of mine. That was one of those, again, one, one minute wasn't there, one minute it was there. And uh, which is, again, all to God's glory. And the Lord had spoken to me in the be uh, beginning of this year during our 21 days of prayer and fasting to create. And uh, he done showed out, y'all. He done showed out. So I wanted to show you guys, since we're all family here, it's just like a few of us and maybe all of those listening to the replay. Um, this right here just happened to be about, you know, cause I can talk about creativity. It's my passion, right? So happened to be what we were talking about tonight. And the Lord said, create a 90 day journal for creatives. And this is, uh, I don't know if you could see this one, but there's different colors. Praise God. You know, this is anointed to create. And this isn't a plug. I'm just sharing with y'all because listen, I'm seriously like not announcing this until, probably this weekend. So uh, you get to hear it first. I'm not like, Oh, by the way, no, uh, I want to share with y'all what the Lord had me do because we're family. Um, anointed to create, this is a 90 day journal to take your creativity and production to the next level. And it's in four different colors because, uh, if you had four a year, it would complete the year. And this is what the Lord showed me. So there's pink, white, there's Whoops. brown and there it goes and uh purple and they got stamped with the valor hour logo and it's just um so what all it is is it's a journal hardcover and it is the first 20 pages because the lord was specific the first 20 pages are writing the vision and um, whether you're sketching it out or you post a picture, so if you're believing for a car, whatever it is you're believing for, you'd put it here. You'd write the vision, the day you'd want it by, the scripture that you're standing on, as well as the confession. I love you guys. Thank I see your comments. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ma. Thanks, Natasha, Jesse. And then the uh, 90 days start, and so one side is a brain dump, which it's hard to see in this lighting, but it's a... Uh, dotted just brain dump because that's what helps me is like when I have 20 things I'm thinking of in the morning just to like jot it all down and usually it'll be a notebook I have or like on my phone notes and so I just jot that down and then on the other side is the date today's gratitude today's idea the plan of action and a scripture for it so the goal is that in 90 days, you would create 90 ideas from the Lord and one of them, if not all of them, is bound to succeed. So whatever it is, you know, this is for those who are just always thinking, you know, what would be a great idea if this looked like this or if this happened or if this, uh, if we, if I wrote a journal, if I wrote a book, if I wrote a podcast, if I got a um, guest speaker on my show. I don't know. So 
uh, the Lord is very specific. So, and then today's gratitude, because I believe every day you should be, you should write down uh, gratitude. That's even in the natural, most people who are like celebrities who are not saved whatsoever, uh, tie back a lot of everything they have instead of like to God, they say, oh, well, I just wrote down something I was grateful for every day. But the scriptural, you know, come into his presence with thanksgiving in your heart, give him praise. So every day you're thinking, what am I thankful for today? I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for uh, this promise that God's given me, whatever that is. And then, of course, like you're fine. So it, it causes you to not just think of like, oh, yeah, that would be a neat idea to write a song about that. You actually write it down. Write the date you want the song done by because it's important. Just like uh, I talk about vision boards, it's important to have an execution date, right? So I want to see this happen by next month. I want to see this happen by this year. You know, my husband and I, uh, when we started lead, it was I want to see 100 people leading 100 people to the Lord in 100 days. What is that? That's the goal. That's the expectation. And that's the execution date. So by this date, we want to see this many souls saved. So um, it gives you... Uh, that, and then the scripture for it, it forces you to get into the word and find your scripture, you know, no matter how cliche it may feel or sound like, oh, well, my scripture is the Lord makes everything work together for my good. You better write it down. You better get in the word and find it. And then it would be neat because, so it's only, it's three months, 90 days. And then it's neat because then you can go back, you know, it's hard. I wanted it to be hardcover because I wanted it to be durable. So, a year from now, you could pull this out and see like, wow, the Lord made all of this happen. So this is um, something I'm really excited about. I wanted to share with you guys. So I just got the shipment in today and the Lord is good. I've been having a happy dance. But uh, anyway, so we're not. <laughs> but I just wanted to share that with you guys because I am so excited um, that this is happening. And in the same, I mean, you know all glory to God because when he told us to get it into gear because <laughs> I don't I mean my husband shared this so I can share this Lord rebuked us pretty hard right because we like we've been sitting on on this book since July or August maybe and the Lord's like you know this year like what are you doing and we were like oh yeah Lord we're gonna get to it he said I didn't have you write it for you like Imagine how many, and then the second book that we're working on together, we're going to co-author together. It's like the same, like, just get it out. He's like, I didn't tell you to write this for you. I'm telling you this because there are so many people attached to this and it's already coming to pass. Like so many people are being, are messaging us that they're being blessed by it. So whatever the Lord tells you to do, do it because it's not for you. It's not about you. It's about him. Amen. So I love you guys. If you would like to give, if this is your first time watching or maybe the Lord's speaking to you and you'd like to sow a seed or become a partner, I want to encourage you to be obedient. You can go to mjvministries.com and click on give and partner. If you're uh, in response to you want to become a partner to receive April's uh, partner box, I'll actually share that graphic with you here. It is the Law of Recognition by Dr. Mike Murdoch, my husband's book, Revival and Me, our lead spring magazine that should be here any day now after I've been on the phone all day with customer service companies. 
and our double T. So if you'd like to give <laughs> in response to, uh, as our way of saying thank you, uh, make sure you claim your offer. So go to mjvministries.com forward slash thank you and fill that out so that way we know what size t-shirt and uh, to make sure that you want the gift. So we love you guys. Um, I'm going to play, if you haven't joined lead, I want to play that video as we close out here. Become a part of being a mighty soul winner. We have It blesses me every day to see people uh, sharing of the souls that they're getting saved and the testimonies and people conquering their fear, people leading people to the Lord. And let me tell you something. A hundred days is not that long and a hundred people is not that many. So if you might be thinking like there's no way I'd win a hundred people to the Lord in my lifetime, like you're already in a bad mindset because it's actually not that many, you know, you can knock that out. And, 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 you know, it's not even about that. It's just about getting into the habit of soul winning, getting into the habit of keeping things first, first things first, which is souls and keeping the priority on souls. So I'm going to play that video. If you want to join, the link is in the description and we would love to have you. I love you guys. We're on Monday through Thursday. Things are going to look a little different because we are, um, our church is having a 50 day revival. Let me tell you, the Lord's doing mighty things. Our Lord, our, our Lord, our Lord, our church is having a 50 day revival. So, um, we are going to move our broadcast in, uh, efforts to honor that. And we will have more details on Monday. So stay tuned and check your email. Hey, listen, check your email because newsletters and updates and videos are going out and it might be in your spam. So before you message me and say, I didn't get your email, check your spam. Love you guys. Hey, this is Sarah with MJV Ministries, and I'm so excited because this is quite possibly one of the biggest announcements we've made to date. Starting this month, April 10th, we are launching LEAD by MJV Ministries. This is going to be where my husband and I teach all about how to lead someone to the Lord, and we're looking for 100 individuals who will commit to lead 100 people to the Lord in 100 days. Our mission here at MJV Ministries is to train people up to be soul winners in their everyday life. What LEAD does is it gives you a personal goal to stretch yourself, to reach out to people and lead them to the Lord. We are going to equip you with training, online resources, weekly check-ins, and even a place to upload your stats on our website. If you wanna get involved and stretch yourself to lead people to the Lord, this is for whether you've never gone soul winning, maybe you've gone out a few times, but you're still looking for the boldness and the motivation, or maybe you've been soul winning, but you just need accountability. That is what LEAD is for. Anyone can join. We wanna encourage you to get your friends and family involved, maybe get your church involved, because this is going to be an amazing experience for you to grow in the things of God. You know, the Bible even talks about how the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. And if you would commit the next 100 days to the Lord to become a laborer, you will see a drastic increase in your life like never before. So if you're interested and you wanna join in and be one of the 100 people that we are believing God for, to team up with our ministry to see 10,000 souls saved, go to our website, lead.mjvministries.com.